Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Ancestors Speak with Lady Crystal High Corral and Stephanie Neal. This is an exciting moment for the Krillian tradition because we're going to now experience firsthand um, the many opportunities, the many wonders as we work with the ancestors. Lady Crystal, are you there? Yes, I am. How are you tonight? I am doing really well, and how are you? Excellent, excellent. Good. Well, before uh, you present the um, the Krillian ancestors, um, as you go through each one or as many as uh, you have planned to do tonight, uh, uh-huh. would you like to have an, an opening remark about our Krillian ancestors in general, before you get started? Actually, I would. Okay. Um, the Krillian ancestors are, of course, the spirits of previous Krillian family members and active, who have been active in the tradition. And every generation, generally, there have been from one to three people who were actively working at the tradition and carrying on the purposes of the tradition. And when we cross over to the other side, unless we specifically choose to, we are still alive, active, interested in carrying on the purposes of the Karelian tradition. Nice. So with that... uh, who do you want to start with first, um, Caroline or well, her mother? Uh, actually, her mother, Sarah Ken Cannon, okay. um, who was a teacher, a school teacher, and she married William High, which is uh, for Don and I, Reverend Don and I, our great great grandmother and grandfather. Um, they had Caroline among other children. And Caroline married John Carell. Uh, John Carell was actually, his family came from Germany, and he was born as a ship came into Ellis Island as the family were traveling to America. They had, let's see, they had Frank, Dolly, Dora, Walter, William, and Lewis Corral, and then they had Mabel. So how many um, kids? How many children is that? Well, unless I'm forgetting somebody, and I hope not, the ancestors will let me right. know. One, two, three, four, five, six. Okay. Two girls and uh, four boys. Yes. And um, Mabel had. Uh, Reverend Don's mother, the beloved Levita, and Lewis was the father of my mother, uh, the beloved Gloria. Now, there are other, the the most active with Don and I have been Mabel, his grandmother, Levita, his mother, and Gloria, my mother. Now, from time to time, occasionally Dolly has come through. Uh, William came through to me at one point, and my grandfather has come through uh, well when we were channeling on the World Walkers. 
chat room. Um, Frank has come through me personally in readings with people. Um, the others can come through, but so far they haven't seemed to want to. And then there are ancestors whose names we don't even know. There is one ancestor that I suspect is Sarah's mother, uh, and her name is Susan. Now, oh, there's no I'm sorry, on could, this. I'm sorry, but Susan was whose mother? Sarah Kincannon. Okay, got but it, okay. That, that's a woman named Susan has come through and stated that she is Sarah's mother. We have no record of this. And from time to time, other unnamed ancestors have come through, and sometimes they're not even ancestors, but they've been connected with the tradition and are concerned with the work of the tradition. And it is such a comfort to, as, as Don and I were talking a little bit last night, and he said that the ancestors are one circle that goes between both worlds. The door we call death, of course, you know, as Corellians, we know that that is not any kind of an ending. But it doesn't slow down the work either. And he himself has been amazed by how much they talk to the members of the tradition. And he said, you know, various members, not having known them, can wonder, well, you know, am I receiving it correctly? But he says in his conversations with them, the personalities of the ancestors have come through. So to him, he knows that they have actually um, communicated. And they are still actively teaching Don and I. Um, we try to get together weekly. Sometimes it's only monthly. But they, um, like I say, we are still learning. In fact, in the uh, books on the Corellian tradition, first, second, third degree, and some of the others, many, if not all, of the exercises that are in there, were given to Don and I in our weekly meetings that we had for years and years, along with Lady Bitterwin. Um, the ancestors themselves taught us, and they taught us how to channel. And uh, they, they're so far to Don and I, they've never been wrong. It is just amazing. And the ancestors can choose to be reborn while staying in their primary there. Don and I both consider ourselves separate aspects of uh, Lady Carolyn, who is our great-grandmother. Yeah, stop and think about that. Okay. Nice. Mm -hmm. And I have heard, and with working with the ancestors myself, uh, as a world walker uh, with you and that we have some real characters uh among us uh, or just through having conversations with that we that the care the Krillian ancestors um well they were a color a colorful bunch to put it mildly yes. mildly right right so can you they share were they are Oh, they, that's uh, I, I, that's what I've noticed. That you never refer to them as using past tense. It's always here. They are always. I picked that up. Yes. So, do you have any stories that when they were on this side? Well, let me think. Um, I don't know how interesting they might be. Um, Don's grandmother Mabel was not a large part of my life. 
but I do, I, she was some part of it, and she was very outspoken. I'm trying to find almost edgy. When she says something, she says it with definiteness. You know, in fact, she has channeled through a friend of mine uh, who is not a Corellian, and she would say this, this spirit is here, and she's saying this, and I said, oh, Aunt Mabel. Um, because her personality came through, and she was she was a perfectionist. She was um, I was I have crocheted. I don't know how to read from books, but I've made up patterns like crazy. And I was showing her one, and she was pointing out all my little mistakes, not in a criticizing mode, but in is in you should undo this and do it right. Right. The perfectionist part. Now, Don's mother, personality. She and my mother were first cousins, and I can see her smile and the twinkle in her eyes. And I remember my mother telling me, you know, how much fun and how lively she was when they were teenagers running around together. And... Caroline, I never knew personally. Uh, she died, let's see, about six years before I was born. Mm. Um, okay, the Mabel, my mother. Those are the personalities that I know better. When the ancestors, like when I'm sitting down and channeling by myself, it used to be my mother who would come through mainly, sometimes Mabel, occasionally Don's mom, and now it just seems to be my mother and everyone else, or all. Um, it's just fascinating because th- there's not this feeling of separation. Uh, one of my favorite authors, Robert Moss, has written many books on dreams. He says that according to the Iroquois, I think it's the Seneca branch, they say that the distance between the world of the living and the so-called dead is as thin as the edge of a maple leaf. Hmm. And I would say it's not even that thick because it's not a feeling of here and there. It's just we get together, we meet, and they're they're here. They're real. They're, They're now. Yes. My grandfather was an intensely private person. Um, he died the summer I turned 10. He, too, was rather outspoken. And I have been told that it's been gone down in the family that great-grandmother Caroline, Lady Caroline, uh, spoke her mind very freely and definitely. One uh, when I was a child, the neighbor on the north side of us, just right next door, she was a spiritualist, which I didn't know until I grew up. But I remember her talking to my grandmother, saying she would see my great-grandmother in her old age walking down a path that the part I grew up on was, had four lots. It was uh, all four lots belonged to the family, to Caroline. It was in the state. Uh, in the sense it wasn't individually willed, so all the kids kind of owned it together. And great-grandmother had lived on the next street when she died. And Nori, the neighbor, would say that 
Every now and then she could still see Carolyn walking down the path muttering to herself. She obviously was upset about something. <laughs> so those those are the personalities as I know them. How lovely. Uh, also, uh, someone had said that the neighbors would would see Caroline after she passed uh, walking, and, and one of the other reasons was because Caroline uh, enjoyed walking long distances every day. Is that that correct? That doesn't surprise me. Uh, I was not aware of that, but those, um, I'm sure that Don is. Um, it's that my grandmother on my mother not was not a Corral, she married Lewis. She didn't like Caroline. Okay. So there was not the the information that could have come through didn't because of her in many ways. Oh sure. Now in any disagreement I would take Caroline's side on it, believe me. Um but Don knows in many ways a lot more than I do about some members of the family, and specifically the uh, Corellian side, Mabel and Caroline, and, and a lot of what I know I've gotten through him. Right, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. Now, I will say that the house I grew up in, um, <laughs> uh, the fact that there is no distance between here and there, believe me, there isn't. There were always, at night, you'd hear footsteps, doors opening and shutting, my mother had an experience when she was, oh, probably 18 or 19. Um, it was night, and the family would often sit on the porch or in the yard and enjoy the coolness. And she came in the bedroom, in the house, into the bedroom, and had a kerosene lamp. And she was looking for something in the dresser, and someone leaned over her shoulder and blew the lamp out. She took that as a hint and went outside. Right. <laughs> but I was I was not afraid of the spirits. Um, they were and, and they were accepted. Even even the grandmother who married in my mom and my grandmother and sometimes my uncles when they were still at home would sit there and talk about who had dreamed about who or and what that might mean or. Uh, you know, who had seen whom, and it, it was just very accepted that that the interaction was there. I never grew up doubting it. I didn't talk about it much publicly, but I didn't doubt it. Right. And Donna said that uh, Caroline loved to work with herbs, and she yes. would do herbal spells. Uh, do you know more about that? I only through Don that okay. she was an herbalist and would go out and gather and wildcraft herbs and use them, I'm assuming, for healing. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me that it would be spells. Oh, family story. Hey, just remember oh. one. Oh, good. Um, my grandfather, Lewis, mm-hmm. Don's grandmother, Mabel, was his sister. And this probably happened during the Depression, and I don't. They disagreed. They'd had an argument and were not speaking. And I don't know what it was about. But I remember my mom and grandma talking about this. 
my grandfather, Aunt Mabel made her own hats. My grandfather took one of her hats, put it in water, which was boiling. I assume he probably put in herbs or something, and he stirred that, probably muttering. She was arrested twice that week. She and her husband uh, had kind of a speakeasy where they sold illegal alcohol. Oh, sure. And I guess after the second arrest, she came down and they made peace. Uh, so there's quite a lot of knowledge that was never passed along of that kind. Oh, so it wasn't freely passed down because of the times, possibly? Because of. Possibly, or yeah. what we would consider negative. Mm. Um, I remember my mother talking about if you want to get someone out of your life here, like a man, you take a silver piece, like a silver spoon and one of these socks, and you boil it and do something to that, and they'll go away. But I call that negative, you know, although well, it depends on the situation. Um, but those things weren't discussed around us children much. And my mother, I was raised in a very Native American way without realizing it at the time because it's like reading. I love to read. Um, Mom had books on Kipling, and I fell in love with Richard Kipling and read his story. She told me years later she left them lying out. She said if you were interested, you would have picked them up. And she says you did. And if you weren't, Interested, you wouldn't have. And if you, it, and then it's very Native American. If you don't ask questions, you're often not told anything. Oh, sure. And I can look back now and see that strain and that treatment as I was growing up. But at the time, I wasn't really aware of it. Right. So, and something else my mother did, and it never worked for me. I read it. She used to take onion peels. Mm-hmm. And light a burner on the stove and put a few onion peels there and burn them up. And I asked her, you know, I'm 10, 11, 12. I said, Mom, why do you do that? She says, oh, I like the smell. Well, I did too. I didn't think twice about it. After I grew up, I found out that was a mummy spell. Years later, I found it in a book on Wicca. But it wasn't directly taught. Now, Don received a great deal more of direct and definite teaching than I did. By his father? or I would say by his mother. His father okay. was interested, uh-huh. but how much his father didn't did or didn't teach him, I don't know, but his mother taught, taught him and discussed with him a great many more things. Okay. okay. Lady Gloria, when I was growing up, a lot of her life here, she was working on a lot of personal issues, Aww. and her energy was distracted a great deal. Um, so she taught me what she could, and as an ancestor, she's very active. Uh, but the personal distracted a lot, I think, of what could have been taught. Yes. But like you but, just said, but now she is very active Yes. Uh, yes. Now, uh, was, was she the one that loved to sing? 
Uh, yes, actually, she and my grandmother both sang. Oh. Um, I remember Mom telling me that their voices were really, really good. Of course, they were smokers, and then later years, their voices weren't that good. And Lewis, um, he played a guitar, possibly his brothers did too. Um, they were, in fact, um, Lewis, Lewis taught my mother how to play a guitar. Mm-hmm. Um, not that she ever did anything with it, but again, the personal really got in there and did a lot of distracting. Oh. But the ancestors are a source of encouragement. Definitely teaching. And one of the things that has consistently impressed Don and I, they're right. I mean, now, you know, when you're beginning to learn to channel them, Don and I, we were so lucky. We never, if you know, if, if anything had come through that was negative, we would have shut it down. But it didn't. But they told us back before we had ever gone public. Uh, that it would the tradition would be known nationwide that Don would travel, et cetera, et cetera, and we never edited during the channeling afterwards, we'd look at each other and say, "Hmm, well, yeah, maybe well, it's more than nationwide. How many places has Don been, and how many temples do we have you know worldwide, but the accuracy of the ancestors is totally amazing to both of us still. Oh, I'm sure. Which uh, really it fits right into my next question is that what do the the Karelian ancestors um, add to the tradition? Uh, why, why are they important? I know the obvious, but I'm sure there's other nuances there that they add to the tradition. So, what do you think? Well, I think, and and I'm glad you asked that question, because overall, a long time ago, many of the ancestors that we don't even know, which may have reincarnated as the ones that we do know, and, you know, even Don and I ourselves, and other people in the Karelian tradition now who aren't blood family, but it's not a mistake. If you're Karelian, you're meant to be. They made a pact and a commitment, especially for this time in history, when it's the changing of the age, and there are so many ways. We have so much freedom now and access to information and opportunities, but it can go many ways. Dark ages always swing in after a lot of freedom. They don't have to, but... They often do. Mm-hmm. And the goal, and it's one of the things that the ancestors are keeping alive, is to provide an opportunity to provide a form where freedom and knowledge and understanding can be accessed through the tradition and through them and through their teaching. It's like keeping a door open. And that is in in one sense, to me, almost their primary purpose. I mean, the Don and I especially, they've been a personal resource. But they have a larger purpose, and that is to keep the freedom, to keep the information available, 
and to make this turning of the age what it can be instead of what we really don't want it to be. That's that's just wonderful because it's uh, the very thing that the tradition had a little difficulty in the beginning. Uh, but they, this tradition was willing to be open and to share mm-hmm. and to be available to uh, everyone and and um, maybe a little misunderstood because of that in the beginning, but. Here it turns out that the Korean ancestors, that's exactly what their plan was. I mean, not to be misunderstood, but but to be um, willing to be open to everyone and share the knowledge with, with everyone. That's, that's excellent. Now, we're near the end of the, our uh, half hour, and I know it just flies by so fast. And I want to thank you, Lady Crystal, for taking this on and being part of this new um, sessions or series that we're doing. And I just wanted to quickly say, like, next week, Lady Crystal and and I will jump right into the deep end and start channeling uh, what the ancestors desire to communicate uh, with the tradition and, oh, and another thing is uh, make sure that it, it will be it will just be beneficial before joining um, us n- next week uh, to find yourself a uh, like ground to release, find yourself in a nice comfortable position, uh, get centered, you know, find that perfect peace. Then, when the Krillian ancestors step forward, you will be able to fully enjoy the experience. Uh, is there any other like? Uh, Last thing of advice before next week, uh, Crystal? Um, none that I can think of at this point. Okay. I think you stated it very well. Oh, okay. So okay. We'll actively channel the ancestors and give them an opportunity to speak for themselves. So. Yes. 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 Well, I'm glad those that decided to tune in tonight We bless all of you, and until next time, blessed be. Blessed be.